this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true and living God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Get to know more of God's word and wisdom for your life as you listen to Pastor Elliot Nee Lante Lante. Now, here's today's message. Hallelujah. There's something still on my heart. It's still not yet digested. <laughs> Amen. So today we are going to continue to look at it. Amen. And God is going to help us. I really trust the Lord to help us today. Amen. Are you here with me? I'm going to beg you to be here. Amen. Continue to be here. Let's follow and the Lord will help us greatly. The Lord will help us greatly. Um, Paul said something in Romans chapter 16. Romans 16. Go with me. Romans 16. Romans 16. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> Romans chapter 16, verse 25. Romans 16, verse 25. It says, Now to him who is able, he is able to what? To establish you in accordance with my gospel. Hallelujah. I mean, Paul called it his gospel. Hallelujah. Amen. Paul said what? In accordance with what? With his gospel. With his gospel. My gospel. He's able to establish you uh, by my gospel. So you can be established through what? Through the gospel. Is that not so? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. By my gospel and the proclamation of Jesus Christ. According to the revelation of the mystery. <laughs> Hallelujah. He didn't long for long ages past. He is able to establish you according to the gospel, to my gospel that I have preached. And the proclamation of Jesus Christ in accordance with the revelation of the mystery hidden for long. What is the gospel? Huh? What is the gospel? Hallelujah. Because you will be established by what? The gospel. Independent of what is going on in your life, you will be established by the gospel. But what is the gospel? Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me, somebody? Huh? But now revealed and made known, verse 26. But now revealed and made known through the prophetic writings by the command of the eternal God, so that all nations might believe and obey him. Hallelujah. But now revealed and made known through the prophetic writings, go to the next one. To the only wise God be glory forever. 
through Christ Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So Paul, look at the whole book of Romans. The most interesting writings of Paul. If you have not read the whole book, I think you need to do it. Hallelujah. And he finishes by talking about what? The gospel. And then what else? Huh? Being established by the gospel. What he calls his what? His gospel. Hallelujah. He calls his gospel. And then the revelation of the mystery that is hidden long ages past. Amen. Hallelujah. There's something in man. There's a desire in man that longs for something. That longs for a fellowship. That longs for a relationship with God. Hallelujah. Amen. Go with me to Genesis chapter 3 very quickly. Genesis chapter 3. I'm going to lay a foundation and then move very quickly. I know I've not given you a title. I'm coming. <laughs> Amen. Revelation chapter 3, verse 1. Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord had made. He said to the woman, did God really say, you must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden. But God did say, you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden. And you must not touch it, or you will die. Verse 4. You will not die, you will not surely die, the serpent said to the woman. For God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye, and also detest desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they realized that they were naked. So they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord. Hallelujah. Tell someone the sound of the Lord. They heard the sound of the Lord. God, as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and he heard from God, from Lord, from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord called to the man, Where are you? I have come. I'm looking for you. On our normal date, he said, He answered, I heard you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked. So I hid. And he said, Who told you you are naked? Have you eaten from the tree from which I commanded you not to? The man said, the woman you put here with me. She gave me some fruit from the tree and I ate it. <laughs> How many women have been blamed for everything? <laughs> Tell a woman by you, mercy, 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 mercy. Man was in a good relationship with God. Hallelujah. Amen. We had God come to us. And talk to us in his voice. We could feel that he's around. We could see that he's around. Although we could not really see him. Is that not so? But we could know that he's around. And it filled our hearts. We were satisfied each time we saw him. Each time we saw him, we were satisfied. But here comes something 
that disturbs man. And this is what we call the fall or the sin of man. Hallelujah. Now, in Revelation chapter 4, you see man, another brother, another man, came. And Bible says that they give sacrifices to the Lord and all that. The verse 6. Then the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, sin is what? Crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must master it. So God is talking to man. God is talking to who? To who? To Cain. Is that not so? Huh? Hey, how many remember Cain and Abel? Do you are looking at me? You remember Cain and Abel? Actually, brother, do you remember Cain and Abel? Actually, brother, which one was good? Which one was good? Which one did God like or did not like? If your brother does not know, let me know. <laughs> Cain and Abel. So God was speaking to Cain. Huh? Because he didn't accept his sacrifice. But God was saying, in between me and you is something that is called sin. It is crouching at your, at your door. Sin is approaching. And this sin is going to do what? Separate me and, and you. Hallelujah. Please follow with me. I'm, going, I'm trying to get somewhere. So he says, he tells him, um, you must master in verse 8. So Cain said to his brother, Abel, let's go out to the field. And while they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother, Abel, and killed him. It always happens like that. Verse 9. Then the Lord said to Cain, where is your brother Abel? I don't know. He replied, am I my brother's keeper? Then the Lord said, what have you done? Listen, your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. Now you are under a curse and driven from the ground, which opened its mouth to open, to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you wet the ground, it will no longer yield its crops for you. You will be restless. You'll be a restless wanderer on the earth. Hallelujah. And Cain says, oh God, I beg, my punishment is too much. <laughs> reduce it. God said, okay, okay, I'll reduce it. And God reduces. God took a stone, mark his head. Anybody who sees him, if you touch him, you'll be, a, you'll be punished also. So, the first murderer was not punished. Can you imagine that? The first murderer was not punished. God had a relationship with who? With man. There's something so deep in man. Hallelujah. And God also has a deep feeling for us and for men. Hallelujah. Amen. You can see that there's a relationship. There's something. There's a walk between them. God was talking to them. God was relating with them. There was something in man. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 11. It tells us Ecclesiastes 3 verse 11, very quickly. Ecclesiastes 3 verse 11. He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set what? Eternity in the heart of men. Yet they cannot what? Phantom what God has done from beginning to, to the end. Hallelujah. So God has set something it's eternity. That cannot be satisfied by perishable things. Is that not so? Is that not so? Huh? He has placed eternity in the hearts of men. Yet you cannot phantom what God has done. 
You try every other thing to fill that space. It will not be filled. It has to be God. Success will not fill it. Boyfriend will not do it. Girlfriend will not do it. Love will not do it. Relationship will not do it. Money will not do it. Hey, a big house will not do it. A big car will not do it. Ask your brother, is it not true? Ask the girl, is it not true? How many girlfriends have you had so far? Did he do it? He doesn't do it. He will not do it. Hallelujah. Amen. It, it is something that is eternal that has to fill the space in your heart. Hallelujah. Amen. Hagar chapter 2 verse 6. Hagar chapter 2 verse 6. I'm trying to lay emphasis. Hagar chapter 2 verse 6. Ask somebody, where is Hagar in your Bible? Where is Hagar? Is it in the New Testament somewhere? Are you sure? Hagar chapter 2. <laughs> this is what the Lord Almighty says. In a little while, I will come once more and shake, shake the heavens and the earth and the sea and the dry land. Hallelujah. I will shake, shake. I will shake. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Then what will happen? Verse 7. I will shake all the nations and the desire of all nations will, will come. And I'll fill this house with glory, says the Lord Almighty. Now what is the desire of all nations? What is the desire of all nations? There's a desire in the heart of everyone. There's a desire. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's a desire for what man had at the beginning. Man had a relationship with God. Man had a, a, a tight connection with him. Look at how Cain could talk to him. Ah, who has made me my brother's keeper? Ah, who put me in charge of this? Can you imagine talking to God like that? Can you imagine seeing God here? Say, hey. Hey, why did you come to Chesley? Uh, who, who woke me up this morning? Can you imagine telling God that? No. There was a relationship, a familiarity. Hallelujah. Amen. And since then, men are seeking to have this relationship back with God. We are all seeking to have that relationship back with God. Amen. Hallelujah. John 17, John, uh, John 14, John chapter 14. John chapter 14. John 14 verse 6. I need you to follow me. I'm going somewhere. <laughs> John 14 verse 6. There's something. There's something. There's something. There's something in the heart of man. There's something. Hey! Verse 5. Verse 5. I said verse 6. No, go to verse 5. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going. So how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth 
and the life. I'm sure you've heard the verse before. Maybe you didn't know where it was. Tell your brother, it's John 14, verse 6. John 14. John 14, verse 6. You've heard it so much. Is that so? Yes, it is John 14, verse 6. <laughs> John 14, verse 6. He says what? I am the way. Huh? He didn't say, I am a way. No, I am a way. No, I am the way. And the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Hallelujah. Can we say it together? I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Hallelujah. Amen. I am the way. No one comes to the Father except through me. Verse 7. If you really knew me, you would know my Father as well. Hey, Jesus. But now on, you do not know but now on you do know him and have seen hey this thing that we're looking for from Genesis who are seeking to have a relationship and a talk and a, a family contact with God Jesus says that I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through, through me. Ah! He says, we don't know the way. You are going. You say you are going. We don't know the way. He says, no, 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 no. You know the way. I am the way. Hey! If you really knew me, you would know my Father as well. Is it not the Father we are all looking for? He is the desire of all nations. You see, when God will appear right now, let Jesus open the sky. And you hear, Papa, na Papa! How many will think of your school, or your, next, your next school? Will it matter to you? Eh? What if your brother went to the best school and then you just disappeared with Jesus? Which one is better? The disappearing is better. Are you sure? Are you really sure? Hey. Huh. you see when you will see God and you will hear the angels and you will see Jesus manifest I don't think anything will matter to you how many will leave their girlfriends how many will say no I want to stay with you see Jesus go I will stay how many will stay with their girlfriends yeah look at their faces very well say <laughs> They will leave you. <laughs> you don't be careful. You will leave you. You don't know. <laughs> they will leave you behind. Put it up. Put it up for us. Put it up. If you really knew me, you would know my father as well. If you really knew me, you know what? My father as well. From now on, you do know him and have what? Seen him. Hey! There's something on. Jesus says that you now know the Father. And you have what? You have seen him. Then, you know Philip. You know him, no? You know Philip. Philip says something. <laughs> Philip. <laughs> Philip said, Lord, show us the Father. And that will be enough for us. It's like, just show us the Father. And we'll be satisfied. Just show us the Father. How many would like to see the Father? Hey. 
Just show us the Father. You see, Jesus will not bother you. We don't even need you. Just show, if you can just show us the Father. That will be all. You see, the song we're singing, the more I seek you, the more I find you, the more I find you, the more I'm seeking, the more I want to have. That's how God is. You can't finish having him. You can't finish having him. Moses will talk to him. Moses will talk to him. Moses will talk to him. And one day Moses said, you know what? Hey, let me see you. <laughs> I want to see you. You see, there is a deeper longing in the heart of man to be talking to God, close to God, to see God, to be with God. There's something very deep in our hearts. Moses, I want to see you. If you can just let me see you, I'll be fine. It's like Philip. Just show us the Father. What did Jesus just say? What did he say in the, in the verse before? He says, if you have seen me, you have seen who? The Father. Hey. Huh. The next verse. Jesus answered, don't you know me? Who is he asking for? The father, is that also? Who are they looking for? The father. And what is he saying? If, don't you know me? Have you not seen me? Hey. Have you not seen me? You have seen me. You have seen the father. Don't you know me, Philip? Even after I have been among you such a long time, Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you show us? How can you say show us the Father? Where do you want to see the Father? Brothers and sisters, this is the problem. The problem in this world is that we want to see the Father. I get in it. Yeah. And Jesus says that if you have seen me, you have seen who? You have seen the father. You don't need to see the father if you have seen me. Hey! <laughs> I have been living among you all this while. Don't you believe that I am in the father and that the father is in me? The words I say to you are not just mine. Rather, it is the father living in me who is doing his work. <laughs> I love it. How many of you would have believed Jesus, what he was saying? Eh? How many would have believed him? If you are Jesus' disciple, see, the Father, the God who created the whole world, he's inside of me. All the words I am speaking to you, he's the one speaking them all. If you have seen me, then you have seen who? Mystery. Hey. You have seen the Father. Hey. We want to see God. We want to see God. We want to see God. Jesus says, if you have seen me, you have seen who? The Father. Now people are saying, we want to see Jesus. If Jesus were here on earth, would have believed in him. If Jesus were here on earth, would want to see Jesus. But where is Jesus? Mm -hmm. uh -huh. 
if they have seen you, then they have seen who? You see that you don't like to say it. You don't want to say it. Huh? If they have seen you, then they have seen who? We want to see the father. We want to see the father. There's no going to see the father anywhere. If you have seen me, you have seen the father. For I am in the father. And the father is also in me. If you have seen me, then you have seen the father. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Are you here? And verse 20. Verse 19. Verse 19. Hey! Verse 19. Hey! Before long, the world will not see me any... <laughs> I came to reveal the Father. They won't see me anymore. Huh? But you will want, because I live, you will also live. Are you following the words? Verse 20. On that day, you will realize that I am in my, and you are, and I am. Somebody will say, hey, look at me, pa. Look at your hands. Jesus is where? Verse 19. He says, I am going. The world will not see me anymore. Are you following? Are you following with me? Are you following? The world will not what? The world will not see me anymore. Hey. But because I live, you also live. Now, what does it mean? If the world will not see him anymore, and the whole world wants to see Jesus, who are they going to see now? Eh? Who are, they, who are they supposed to see? Please tell me who are they supposed to see? Can you say with conviction who are they supposed to see? Hey, talk to me, somebody. Who are they supposed to see? Who want to see Jesus. Just some congratulations, Jesus. Congratulations. Congratulations, Jesus. Congratulations. Who want to see Jesus? Congratulations. We want to see Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says what? You will realize that I am in you. The Father is in me and I am in the Father. And I am in you. Hallelujah. Verse 21. Whoever has my commands and obeys them. He is the one who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father. And I too will love him. And show myself to him. And show myself what? To him. Hallelujah. I am coming to this issue. Show myself to him. I'm coming to this issue. This is the issue I want to deal with. Hallelujah. Amen. So, we want to see the father. We want to see the father. But things were standing in between us and the father. John chapter 1 verse 18. Quickly. John 1 verse 18. John 1 verse 18. Father, you are helping us. You are helping us. Ooh. 
<laughs> you are helping us. John 1 18. Last week we said the word became flesh and made his dwelling among, among us. We have seen his glory and the glory of the one and only. Now let's go to the 18. The 18. He says, No one has ever seen God, but God, the one and only, who is at the Father's side, has made him known. Hallelujah. Who has made him known? Who is this God we are talking about? Who is this God we are talking about? I say, Who is this God we are talking about? Jesus. This God who is at the side of the Father has made him known. In the verse 14, he says, For the word became flesh. The word that was hidden in ages past, according to what Paul was saying, it became flesh and dwelt amongst us. Hallelujah. We have seen his glory and beheld his glory. So he says, no one has seen the Father. And this is what we are all looking for. It is to have encounter with the Father. Fellowship with the That's all we are looking for. That's our desire. But no one has seen him. The only one who has been with him is God himself. So last week we said what? God came out of God. We're here. God came out of God. And God told God, just wait here, I'm going. I'm going to deal with the issue. We have a problem. I'm going to deal with it. So he went down. And he came to deal with the problem. Hallelujah. What were the problems Jesus came to deal with? Go with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. 1 Corinthians 15, very quickly. 1 Corinthians 15. Ooh. 1 Corinthians 15. Verse 55. Verse 55. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 55. 55. Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? Hallelujah. Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? One of the main things, the thing that was disturbing us was death. Now, how did he appear? Go, the next verse. How did he appear? The sting of death is what? And the power of sin is? Is the law. These were the three things that were obstacles to us. Listen. Listen. I want you to understand the gospel. These were the three things that were what? Obstacles to us. Amen? The sting of death is what? Sin. And the power of death is what? The law, the three things, the three things, the three things that held us bound. Sin. Sin came in between us. And the law that God placed also came in between us. And death separated us. Death has two forms, whether it's spiritual or physical. All of them separated us from God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And this is why the work of Jesus is crucial to deal with sin, to deal with the law, and to deal with death. Hallelujah. Amen? The next verse says what? The next verse says what? Go to the next verse. But thanks be to God. He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. He gives us victory over these three things. These three things that are the most see. These are the biggest problems in the world. Sin, the law, and death. 
I guess what I'm saying. Eh? What course are you going to do? What course are you going to do? Architecture. Can you solve any of the problems? Can you solve architecture? Can architecture solve? Go back. Let's look at it. Can you solve sin? What about the power? What about death? No, no. What about the law? Uh, no. Is there anybody doing um, um, medicine? Uh huh. Can you solve any of the problems? No, not. <laughs> are you sure? So why are you in school? Why are you going to school? Uh, businessman. Can you solve any of the problems? No. Are you sure? So why are you going to school? These are the biggest issues. So are you not trying to go to school to solve problems? Eh? Eh? Where is the computer man? Where are the computer people? Uh, brother, what are you going to do? Pharmacy. Pharmacy, huh? Okay. <laughs> Death. Nah. Are you sure? There's no medicine for it. <laughs> Is anybody going to do law? Law. I want law. Where are the law students? Where are the law? Law. They are all hiding. They, they, are, not, they are not around. They didn't come to church today. <laughs> you cannot solve any of these problems. These are the biggest issues that are facing us. Ah, lawyer, law. <laughs> Can you solve any of the problems? Are you sure? You are doing your masters. You can't solve this problem. Why are you doing masters if you can't solve this problem? Can't solve this problem. Doctor, can you solve? <laughs> you can't solve this problem. So why are you in school? Do you see why I left my degrees and took the mic? <laughs> Hallelujah! Yeah! yeah. <laughs> ah, uh, Dr. Asante, please, can you solve any of these issues? Half, half, half of it, small. Small. How many doctors are killing people? <laughs> You cannot solve any of these problems. These are the biggest issues that are facing men. Death, sin, the law. These are the issues. I get what I'm saying. But he said, the next verse says what? But thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. We have what? Nous avons la victoire. We have victory. Hallelujah. Nous avons la victoire. Where? In the Lord Jesus Christ. This, it is Jesus who took away these things. Jesus. You see, that's why when you come to church, it is not about whether you got school or you didn't get school. I get in it. Do you understand my issue? Yeah. It's not about whether you have money or you no money. It's not about whether... It is not that. These are the issues. These ones. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, now it continues and says, always, therefore, my, my, my dear brothers, stand firm. Because we have victory over these things. Hallelujah. Amen. I with me. First Corinthians, uh, Colossians chapter 2. Colossians chapter 2, very quickly. Colossians chapter 2. It's when Paul is talking about his gospel, we need to understand it. 
Colossians chapter 2. Ha. Now, Colossians 2, verse 13, tells us. Are you there? It says what? When you were dead in your sins. Aha. Uh -huh. And what? And in the uncircumcision of your sinful nature. You were dead. So now we see death. Is that not so? The three enemies. We see death. Now we see what else? Sin. And dead in our uncircumcision of our sinful nature. God made you alive with Christ. Then what else did he do? He forgave us all some of our sins. The past ones. The present ones. Or maybe the future ones. No. Bible says he forgave one. Mark the all. Mark the, if the Bible is yours, mark it. The, mark the all. He forgave all. He forgave all. Because of Jesus Christ. It is not by your works. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 You see, when we are talking about your sins are forgiven, you are not excited. If I tell you that Lamborghini is sitting outside for you, you jump and somersault. You jump and somersault. If you don't take your head, you will even crash. But your sins are forgiven. Your sins are forgiven. It is a huge blessing. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Your sins are forgiven. Hallelujah. Because what was the obstacle? Sin was the obstacle. Sin was the obstacle. It's a huge blessing. It's a huge blessing. Romans chapter 4. He says what? The blessedness. The blessedness. I don't, I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. Let's go. Verse Verse 14. He forgave all your sins. He forgave all your sins. He forgave all your sins. Hallelujah. He forgave all of our sins. Hey. hey Somebody say we are going to go to heaven. And we are going to check whether what you did and what you did not do will strike the balance. Hey. Who told you? In Jesus Christ, all of our sins are forgiven. Hey. Ah. Hallelujah. All of our sins are Please, all of your sins are forgiven. Oh, today I can just go home with this verse. I'm telling you. All of my sins are forgiven. You know, there are some of the sins you can't talk about. Oh. You, you know them. Yeah, you can't talk about them. Hey! All of your sins are forgiven. The next thing, verse 14. Having what? Cancelled the written code with its regulations. That was against. Case it. Case it. What was against us? The written code. What is that? The law. The law was against you. The law was against you. Having cancelled the written code with its regulations that was against us and that stood opposed to us. The law. My God and my Lord. 
Hallelujah. The law stood against you and God. You couldn't go to God because of the law. Couldn't approach it. In fact, some of us were even worse. Down Africa, down, those who could approach God were the Jews. And for them, they could not. It's just only one person, high priest, could approach God on behalf of everybody. Some of us were down, down Africa, down somewhere, Europe, disappeared very far. The law was against us. Hallelujah. And stood opposed to us. He took it away, nailing it to, to the cross. So we are seeing the three things. Death and what? Sin and what? So tell somebody for me. Death. Say it again. Sin and what? Tell somebody else for me. Tell somebody else for me. Death. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, the last, the last person who was against us and who stood opposed to us, the verse 15. Verse 15. He says what? Having disarmed the powers and the authorities, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them through hallelujah. Amen. He did what? He disarmed them. He took away the arms. Took away the arms. The devil had death in his arms. Devil had death in his arms. Jesus took away the power of death by resurrecting from the grave. Ha. Hallelujah. Amen. I told you last week that when Jesus was coming out, God had to amass all his power. He says all the power in, on earth and in heaven had to be amassed to bring God out, to bring Jesus out. Is that not so? Why? Because when Jesus was coming out, we were all what? We were all coming out with him. Coming out of death. We are all coming out of death with him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know what else should excite you. It's unfortunate that we've not been preaching these things. It's unfortunate. We've been talking about some... The Lord forgive us, including myself. Yeah. Having disarmed the powers and authorities, the devil, the authority, the authority, there was a rebellious authority against God. God took it away. Dealt with them. Through the cross. Hallelujah. Can you see the cross? Can you see the use of the cross? Can you see the use of the cross? Are you seeing the use of the cross? Sin was dealt with. What else was dealt with? The law was dealt with. And what else? Huh? Death was dealt with. And what else? The powers. The powers. The authorities. As you sit down here, no power has authority over you. In the name of Jesus. No darkness has power over you. No sleepless night has power over you. No devil has power over you. In the name of Jesus. Because you have been redeemed. Jesus didn't go to the cross for, for nothing. That's why when we see demons, I will come out. Who told you? You have been disarmed already. Yeah. Come out. Quickly. Now, now, now. All of you come. <laughs> Can chase them out. Why? Jesus has what? Overcome them. On the one? On the cross. Hallelujah. So the cross of Jesus made the way, opened the way 
It took away the things that were against us. These three things, these four things, including the devil. Just took him away. All of them. Amen. Are you with me? First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 1 and 3. Let's define what Paul has been talking about. He says, according to my gospel. First Corinthians chapter 15. What is the gospel? Huh? First Corinthians 15, verse 1. Hey, thank you, Father. I'm getting somewhere. But if it is preached, oh no, verse 1. Now, brothers, I want you, I want to remind you of the gospel I preached to you, which you received and on which you have taken your stand. Have you taken your stand? Have you taken your stand? You have to take your stand, though. Are you getting it? Yeah. Now, my brothers, I want to remind you of the gospel I preached to you, which you received and on which you have taken your stand. Then verse 2. By this gospel, you are, you will be saved. You will be saved. What did he say? Maybe. Did he say maybe? No. He says you are what? You are what? You are saved. By this gospel you are saved. If you hold firmly to the word I preach to you. Otherwise you have believed in vain. Verse 3. For what I received I pass on to you. As first of importance. That Christ died for our. Christ died for what? Our sins. Hallelujah. According to, to the scriptures. Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. Uh-huh. The next one. That he was buried. That he was raised on the third day according to... This is the gospel. He's defining the gospel. This is the gospel. You see, when somebody asks you what is the gospel, you should be able to say it. As a Christian, this is the gospel. That Christ died for what? Our sins. And he was buried for our sins. And he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures. Hallelujah. And that he appeared to many, then to the twelve. Then he continues and he continues. Hallelujah. So, the first part of the gospel, if you are writing, please do write it down. The first part of the gospel is that Jesus, through the cross, took away the obstacles. He took away the obstacles that blocked us from coming to God. First thing, first part of the gospel, took away the obstacles. Sin, what else? Huh? Death, what else? The law, and what else? And the powers. Through the cross, he took away these four obstacles that blocked us from coming to God. And remember, these are not, it's not the height of the gospel. Are you getting it? He just took away the obstacles. But that is not it. It is not taking away just the obstacles. It wasn't the aim. Because at the beginning, if you remember, we long for a relationship with who? With God, is that not so? That is why in John chapter 17, verse 3, he says, For this is eternal life, that they may what? Know you and the one you have sent. It is not these ones were the obstacles that were taken away by the cross. Hallelujah. Are you following with me? Yes, 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 yes. Go back to Colossians. Colossians. Ooh. Colossians chapter, chapter 1. Go back there. Colossians 1. 
trying to get somewhere. I'm trying to get somewhere. Colossians 1. So the obstacles have been taken away. Yes. Uh-huh. Colossians 1 verse 13. What did he say? Uh-huh. For he has rescued us from what? From the dominion of and brought us into the kingdom of of the son he wore. He laughs. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He has what? Rescued us from where? Dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the son he loves. Someone says we are translating. Hallelujah. You are no more in the domain of darkness. No darkness has power over you. You've been translated. Tell somebody you've been transferred. You've been transferred. Totally transferred. Hallelujah. Yes. Why? Because your sins are war, are forgiven. Because the law is not war against you. Hallelujah. The charges of the law are not against you. No. No. We are transferred. Now, now Paul continues. He goes up with the mystery. He goes up. Let's go. Let's go. Verse 20, 21. Verse 21. Colossians 1, verse 21. Uh huh. Verse 21. Once you were what? Alienated from God. What does that mean? You were what? Actually, but do you understand the alienated? Do you understand? Yeah. You were separated from God and were enemies in your mind because of your evil behavior. I, I, I don't want to deal with that one. But now he has what? Reconciled you by Christ's physical body. Hallelujah. Through death to present you holy in his sight. Ah, without one. Without free from accusations. Hallelujah. You are free from accusations. You are holy. Tell somebody you are holy. In his sight, you might not be holy in your own eyes, but in his sight, you are holy. Why? Why? You've been free from accusation because what? You are without blemish. Because of the cross. Because of the cross of Jesus. You are holy. Hallelujah. Tell somebody I'm holy. Tell somebody I'm holy. Tell another person I'm holy. Yes, yes. Christ's physical body. Christ's physical body. Free from accusation. Now the next one. The next one. Verse 23. Uh-huh. If you continue in your faith, establish and firm, no move from the hope held out in the gospel. This is the gospel that you heard that has been proclaimed to every creature under heaven of which I, Paul, have become a servant. This is the gospel he's talking about. This is the gospel. I don't know which other gospel. Sometimes when I travel, I hear so much gospel. And I wonder what, what gospel is that one? Is this the gospel? Eh? Free from accusation. This is the gospel. Now, now he takes the gospel a bit further. He takes it further. And that's what I'm trying to get to. Let's go. Let's go. Uh-huh. Verse 24. Verse 24. Now I rejoice in what was suffered for you. And I fill up in my flesh what is still lacking in regard to Christ's affliction. I will leave that one. For the sake of his body, which is the church. The next one. Verse 25. I have become a servant 
by the commission God gave me to present to you the word of God in its fullness. The word, the gospel has a fullness. Huh. Are you still here? Are you still here? The gospel has what? A fullness. There's a full revelation of the gospel. There's a mystery in the gospel that is, has a fullness. You can't get part of it. You have to get the whole thing. You have to get the whole thing. Hallelujah. There's a fullness. The next one. Verse 25. 26. The mystery oh, that has been kept hidden for ages and generations. But now it's what? Disclosed. To who? To the saints. So the first mystery. Listen all. The first mystery was that one. God was in Jesus. Hallelujah. He says, for God was in Jesus, reconciling the world to himself. Is that so? Yeah. God was in Jesus. And Jesus said, my father is in me, and I am my father. So God was in Jesus. And he was walking about. Hey, you see that small guy going, he's God. Though. The God that we're all looking for, he's the one. He went to the cross. They killed him. They said, hey, they've killed your master. That was God. He went to the grave. Came back after three days. He said, in that day, you realize that I am in my father and my father is in me. That was the first mystery. That God Hey, Jesus! <laughs> Somebody is sick. <laughs> Be healed. He's working small. He's God, though. Hey, gas is, gas is leaking. Hey, stop. <laughs> Fire outbreak. Hey. hey, the wind. Oh, calm down. Hey, we don't have money. Oh. Go and check the fish. <laughs> that is God, though. That was God walking on. And he went to the cross. Hallelujah. Hey, he went to the cross. And he took away the obstacles. The things that were against us. He took them away. So that the first mystery has been revealed. The second mystery is, oh, brother, put it up for us. Put it up. Verse 25, verse 26. Yeah. The mystery that has been kept hidden for ages and generations, but now the close to the saints. What's that name? Verse 27. Verse 27. To them God has chosen. Ah. Oh yeah. To make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery. You see, the fullness of the word. There's a glorious riches of the mystery. There's a mystery, but there's a glorious riches of that mystery. Christ coming to die for us is a mystery. 
to take away these things is a mystery. But there is another part. What is it? Which is Christ. Shout with me, Christ in me. Shout it, Christ is me. Shout it again, Christ in me. Christ in me. One part of the mystery is so that one, the cross will take away the obstacles. Is that so? The second part of the mystery is what? So that Christ will be in, in me. Hallelujah. Put hands down for Jesus. Put hands down for him. Ha! The mystery that Christ is in you. That is the level Paul wants us to get to. This is the benefit of the gospel. And this is what we are all looking for. Everybody wants to meet with God. God says, I'm not coming to meet with you. I'm coming to live inside of you. I'm coming inside of you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me, somebody? Yes, 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 yes. Christ in me, the hope of glory. Christ in me, what? The hope of glory. John, John 14. John 14. Now, I want to take you to the level of the mystery. Here. I don't think I can deal with it today. But I just want to introduce you to it. Yeah. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. The next one. Verse 7. If you really knew me, you would know my Father as well. From now on, you do not know him and have seen. Now you know him and have seen him. Show us the Father and all that. Go to our verse 20. Go to our verse 20. Our verse 20. Uh-huh. Our verse 20. Verse 19. Verse 19. Before long, the world will not see me any, but you will because I and you will live. You will see me. Verse 20. On that day, you will realize that I am in and you are and I am. You see, what Paul was saying was what Jesus had already what? said. It wasn't any new gospel. It's what Jesus has said. But what is the problem? What is the problem? What is the problem? Galatians chapter 1. What is the problem? Can we look at it? Are you still with me? I saw here. Galatians 1. Ha. Galatians 1. Verse. Um, let me start from verse 13. But you have heard of my previous way of life in Judaism. How intensely I persecuted the church of God. And try to what? To destroy it. I was advancing in Judaism. Hallelujah. Beyond many of my of my what? <clears throat> of my Jews of my own age. I was extremely what? 
I was extremely zealous for the traditions of my fathers. The next one. Uh -huh. But when God, who set me apart from birth and called me by his grace. Wait. Wait. God called me from birth. Can I get some four guys here? Five. Can I get five guys here? Five guys, very quickly. Five guys. Let me get like seven. Can I get seven guys? Seven. Seven guys, quickly. Seven. Seven. Are we seven? Okay, good. Yeah. Can I get two ladies here? Two ladies. Don't be shy. Yes. Yes, two ladies. Yeah. Two ladies. See, but you can come. Or who else? Yes, come. No, the ladies come in front here. Yeah. And look at them. Look at them. Go, go back a bit. Go back a bit. Have you played this game before? When you went to play a football match or a basketball and they had to choose. They had to select some people. And there were only two teams with two, two good coaches. Normally the good ones are the ones who select the people. And you had to do some selection. Is that so? Sister, you select. Select one after the other. Now, for you to be selected, you have to do some some demonstrations. Are you getting in? If not, you might not be selected. Are you getting in? Yeah, so select. Let's go. Choose, choose the first person. Eh, hey. Elijah has been chosen. No, go. She has chosen you. Go. Uh -huh. Go into her team. Go behind her. Yes, uh-huh. Hey. He's standing there cool like that. We are going to play football. He's wearing a coat. And you are still choosing him. Wow. Uh-huh. Continue. Who? Eric. Hey. Charlie, the way he's getting to you, have to, you can't fold your hands. You have to do some styles. Yeah, so that they will choose you. Yes, the next one. Wow. Uh-huh. The way he's going, you have to do something. Do something. Do <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You chose are you chosen already? Put your hands up for them. Put your hands up for them. <laughs> Please take your seat. <laughs> so he was not chosen. He's going to be a supporter. How does it feel like not to be chosen? <laughs> you see, you know that we are, we are playing, is that not so? Yeah. But it still feels somehow, is that not so? Yeah. It feels somehow not to be chosen. The way you are standing on the line, you are just praying that somebody will get hurt. <laughs> he was not chosen. Maybe he was the worst player. 
It's true, no? Yeah. <laughs> you see, but look at what Paul was saying. Go back. Go back. I was advancing in Judaism beyond many of mine and zealous for the traditions of my fathers. He was the one who was sinning the most. He is the worst sinner. He will kill them. He will kill them. But can you be amazed at the grace of God? The one who, if we have to choose, will not choose. He's the one God says I like. Yeah. <laughs> if nobody chose you, I want to choose you. Hallelujah. Tell somebody you have been chosen. Shout to somebody you have been chosen. Sorry to all those who were chosen. This, this is the one I like. So he was advancing amongst his brothers. But Bible says that he was chosen. He was picked amongst them. Why? Why? Paul didn't go through all these things I've gone through with you. But Paul went straight to the point. The next one. But when God, who set me apart from birth, called me by his grace, was pleased to reveal ha huh? he was what pleased to what to reveal he was pleased to reveal who his son in me Jesus can be in you but he may not be revealed in you. I say Jesus can be in you, but he may not be what? Revealed in you. Huh. Hey! The Lord was telling me, I want to reveal myself. He says God chose him. Not just that Jesus will be in him, but so that Jesus will be what? Revealed in him. Revealed in him. Is Jesus revealed in you? Is Jesus revealed in me? This is the issue. He has chosen you. In order to reveal himself in you. He took away the obstacles so that he will come in you and not just to stay and be a pauper. Not just to be watching. He came inside of you in order to what? To reveal himself. So that when he's gone, when he's away, people can see that this is who? This is Jesus. Oh, thank you, Father. To reveal his son in me so that I might what? I might what? I might what? Among who? So that I might preach Jesus. He has to first of all be what? 
revealed in so that you can do all. So that when people are looking for Jesus, you can say, Jesus is here. You'll be like Jesus. We are looking for Jesus. <laughs> He's around. <laughs> looking for Jesus. We need money. He's around. Somebody is sick. Jesus is around. <laughs> Somebody is having demon possession. Huh? Jesus is where? Where is he? Where is he? See me. Jesus will be revealed in you so that you can do what? Preaching. This is a problem. Many people have Jesus in them. But Jesus is not revealed in them. Acts chapter 22. I'll try to draw down the curtain. Acts 22. Thank you, Lord Holy Spirit. Paul was talking about how he was captured by Jesus on the road to Damascus. I'm sure you all know the story already. And Paul said two questions. Who are you? And then what? What must I do? What shall I do? The verse 8 and the verse 10. Look at the verse 8. The first question Paul asked was what? Who are you, Lord? Tell someone that's the first question you should ask. Tell someone that's the first question you should ask. That's the first question you should ask in your Christian life. Who are, are you? Huh? He says, I'm what? I'm Jesus of Nazareth, whom you are persecuting. Hallelujah. Last week I said, on this base, his theology. The verse, verse 10. The next question was what? What shall I do, Lord? Hallelujah. What shall I do? These are the two most important questions you ask in your Christian life. Get up, the Lord said, and go to Damascus. There, I will, there you'll be told all that you have been assigned to, to do. Hallelujah. Now, look at before he started, before he was asked to do. The verse 14. Verse 14. Look at before he was asked to do. Are you still here? Catch it, oh, catch it, catch it with me, catch it with me. Verse 14. He said, What? Then he said, The God of our Father has what? Chosen you. You see how the, our brother was chosen? Yeah. He has chosen you to what? To know his will and to see the righteous one and to. Uh huh. What is he trying to do? What's he trying to do? Reveal himself where? In you. Jesus answered his first question. Who are, who are you? I want to know you. God said, that's why I chose you. I chose you first of all to reveal myself where? In you. And I want you to know my will. To see what? What? 
to see me. I want you to see me. Hey. He says, I will show myself to him. I will show myself to him. And to hear words from his mouth. The verse 15. You will be his witness to all men of what you have what? So if he is not revealed in you and you have not seen and heard, what are you going to witness? You have to first of all do what? See and what? And hear. That is why he said, for God was pleased and chose me from birth and was pleased to reveal his son in me. He can be in you and yet not be revealed. Do you know Jesus is here? Do you know he's here? He says, where two or three are gathered, he's where? He's there. If they are gathered in his name, he's there. But you know that it doesn't mean that he will always reveal himself. It's not the same. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are talking about the revealed Jesus. Hallelujah. The revealed Jesus. I want us to close with this passage. Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1. I was wondering, I said, God, how, how, how would you reveal yourself? How, how would you be revealed in us? How? He said, I should look at this one. Luke, tw- Luke 1 verse 26. How he revealed himself in the life of Mary. How he manifested himself physically <laughs> in her. Mary did a few things. I want us to look at. I will draw down the curtain. In the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee. May the Lord send an angel to you in the name of Jesus. The next one. To a virgin, pledged to be married to a man named Joseph and a descendant, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. Uh-huh. The angel went to her and said, Greetings! You who are highly favored. Are you here with me? She was what? Favored. Why? The Lord is with you. Ha. All this while God has been with her. But God was not yet revealed. Jesus coming to be in you. It's only by the favor and the grace of you. There's nothing you do that makes it happen. There's nothing you do. Jesus coming to live in you is fully the work of the cross. Nothing that you do that makes it come. It's part of the package. Hallelujah. Sometimes even receiving the Holy Spirit as if we have to beg God, beg God. No, 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 no. It is part of the package. A few things. The angel went to, to her and said, Greetings, you are highly favored. The Lord is, is with you. So God was with her, but God was not at what? Revealed. No. I pray that God will begin to reveal himself. In the name of Jesus. Not, you see, he will be revealed in you. That's the first place. He wants to be revealed in you. The second place he wants to be revealed is amongst us. The third place he wants to be revealed is through us. 
Three places of revelation. Three places. First, where? In you. Second, where? Amongst us. Third, where? Through us. I'm going to deal with this as we go on in the few weeks. So the next verse, he says, you are favored. God is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. The first thing Mary did is that she was troubled by the words. Write it down. Troubled. She was concerned. You see, if you want Jesus to be revealed in you, if you want Jesus to show himself, first thing you need to do is to be concerned about the word of God. Concern about it. Let it have an impact in you. The word of God. Jesus said, they who hear my commandments and keep them, I will show myself. The words of God. She was troubled by them. The next thing she did. The next thing. But the angel said to her, do not fear, Mary. You have found favor with God. The next one. You will be with child and give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus. Uh-huh. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David. The next verse. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary asks, how will what? How this be? What is she looking for? She's looking for understanding. She's looking for understanding. How would this happen? She's not doubting that when, she's not doubting whether it will happen or not. No, no, no. She's just looking for what? Understand. How would this be? Since I'm a, I'm a virgin, how will it be? Tell me, explain. Explain to me. You need to seek what? Understanding from, from the word. Learn to ask questions. Ask questions as you read, as you study. Ask questions. The third one. The next thing. Uh-huh. Verse 25. 25. The angel answered, the Holy One will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Then look at what she says. Uh-huh. Verse 36. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her own age. And she was, she who was to be, said to be barren in her sixth month. It's the next month. For nothing is impossible with God. The next one. I am the Lord's you see those that God reveals himself in? I am the last one. What is she doing? She's abandoning herself to whatever the, the Lord has said. I abandon myself. I abandon myself. And then she says, may it be to me as you have all said. May it be to me as you have all said. Tell someone that is faith. That is faith. That is faith. That is faith. That's faith. I believe that what you have said will come to pass. I abandon myself to you. I'm your servant. Whatever you want, let it come to pass. If you want God to be revealed, these are the few steps we have to take. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can we be on our feet and ask the Lord? Let's ask him. Let's ask him. Thank you, my Father, for giving us 
Thank you, my Father. Thank you, oh, my Father. Forgive, forgive. Your son, holy, holy. There is a redeemer. There is a oh redeemer. Oh Jesus God. Oh Son. join hand with somebody. I want you to pray. I, I think we need to do this corporately. Find the hand of somebody. Look for the name of the person. And pray. Ask the Lord to reveal that there will be a desire. Oh yes Lord. A strong desire from the Lord in the name of Jesus that will seek not just to be Christians, who seek not just to have God, who seek not just to have our sins, but Jesus will be revealed. Maya talia nalia sata, lekete yandala bayasi atalia, lipletele yandala ba 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 ba, lepaya talia nalia sata. Lift up your voice and pray for the person. Yes, by the message of God, pray for the person. If you know their names, mention their names. Oh, yes, Lord. Let it be a new wave, a flood, Father, of revelation, a flood of we knowing you. Pray for the person. Pray for the hand you are holding. Continue to intercede by the message of God in the name of Jesus. Pray for the person, my God, that there will be a revelation. Yes, Lord. There will be a move of the Spirit upon us. Continue to pray. Pray for all of us. Pray for us as a church. Pray for us as a ministry. Pray for us. Pray for all those in the other towns that the Lord, in the name of Jesus, will continue to reveal His will. 
will continue to make himself known individually in our hearts inside of us in the name of Jesus we have the move of the Holy Spirit ah the Holy Spirit leading us into new truth leading us around in the name of Jesus yes that the Son of God will be revealed in us that when we say Christians when we are looking for the believers we'll find them we'll find them we'll find them in the name of Jesus pray for the hand you are holding pray 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 in the name of Jesus continue pray for the churches that the Lord will be revealed individually. Continue to pray. Intercede for the land in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. That you are saying that you are going and men will see you through us in the name of Jesus. Let it be a manifestation. Yes, Lord, in our hearts, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Yes, Father, intercede, intercede, intercede. Yes, yes, yes. Even in our families, that the Lord will be revealed to our brothers and sisters, uh, will not be a religion. It will not be a fake thing. We will not be hypocrites. Father, in the name of Jesus, that encounter of you will be in our hearts, Lord. My God and my Lord. Let's say, By your mercy, Lord. By your mercy, Lord. By your mercy, Lord. And we will never us Lord move in our hearts Lord yes Lord Holy Spirit your word says you will show us you will lead us into truth you will lead us Lord help us thank you Father ask Pastor Clement to come and pray for us it's in you it's in you 
Father, this we thank you because it's only by your mercy, it is only by grace that you decided to reveal yourself to us. It is not because of our works. It is not because we deserve it. It is by your grace. And we rejoice in that grace, oh God. For you have decided to show yourself to us, oh God. And our prayer is that it, you will not be hidden, oh God, but you will truly reveal yourself to us. When people are looking for God, as they see us, may they see Jesus, oh God. May they see Jesus. When people are seeking for healing, may they see Jesus revealing. When people are looking for answers, Father, we pray that you will take our lives to reveal yourself to them, oh God. We pray for ourselves. We pray for all our brethren in all the cities where FCI is working. Father, may you reveal yourself through every child of God, through every daughter of your own, oh God. We bless your name. Thank you for opening our eyes, oh God. We give you glory in the name of Jesus we are praying. Amen. Amen. Let's get up for him. Get excited, get excited, get excited. Hallelujah. Wow. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, the church needs to start dancing about such things. Are you getting it? Yeah. These are the things we have to be dancing about. These are the true riches of the kingdom. Amen. We believe you have been blessed by today's message. Connect with Pastor Elliot Lamte on our Facebook page, Family of Champions International Ministries, and join our service live each and every Sunday on Facebook. Now we commit you to God and the word of His grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. Stay blessed.